You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number 11. When you hear the word risk, what comes to mind? For some of us, like an Enneagram 6 or a 9 or even a 1, your stomach might drop. It's uncomfortable and something that might cause stress in your life. For others, it's exciting and new and a start to a new adventure, like for an 8 or 7 or a 3. And for some of you, you might be in between. Many of life's greatest achievements require getting outside of our comfort zone, whether it means overcoming shyness to perform on stage, investing money to help your business grow, putting yourself out there for a chance to find love. Some of life's most rewarding experiences come from the results of taking risks. And today we're learning from Enneagram Type 8s and how to take risks and why it is so crucial in our life to take risks so we can find success and happiness in life. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. The Enneagram Type 8 is called the Challenger because out of all the types, 8s enjoy taking on challenges and stepping outside of their comfort zone, as well as giving others opportunity to challenge themselves and exceed in some way. 8s are charismatic and have the physical and psychological capabilities to persuade others to follow them in all sorts of endeavors like starting a company, rebuilding a city, running a household, or making peace. Eights have an enormous amount of willpower, and they feel most alive when they're exercising their capabilities in the world. They use their abundant energy to affect changes in their environment and strive to leave their mark on the world. From an early age, eights understand that this requires strength, perseverance, and endurance, qualities that they develop in themselves and they look for in others. Obviously, all of these qualities are so needed to become the best version of ourselves and succeed in this life, but there's one key characteristic I want to highlight for an eight, and that is their willingness to take risk. Taking risk doesn't necessarily mean you will succeed every single time, and that's okay. Taking risk can lead to failure, which in turn can help you grow as a person, and that's what this life is all about, right? We want to see growth in our life and it requires taking risks. If we are not growing, we are dying. And many of us find it very difficult to deal with the uncertainty that comes with taking risk. A feeling of uneasiness grows, not knowing what the outcome will be, and having that fear of potential failure. We might say, what if I embarrass myself in front of everyone? Or what if I lose money if I invest? Or what if I open my heart and I get rejected? Or what if I'm not good enough? But think about it this way. If you don't try, you've already failed. And it's not about the outcome. It's about the process of growth and facing your own fears. So what is the key to success? I would say learn from your failures and invite failures. There's a quote that goes like this. The master has failed more times than the beginner has even tried. And many of us have this negative view of failure. But in reality, it's the tool that helps us build character. Failure makes us stronger and more resilient. For the people who fail repeatedly, they develop perseverance in the face of difficulties. Okay, so take Abraham Lincoln, for example. He lost eight elections, 
failed twice in business, and suffered from nervous breakdowns all before becoming one of America's greatest presidents. Through failure, he developed perseverance necessary to lead his country through one of the hardest periods of history. And just think about it. If he had not learned those lessons from failure before this time, he may not have been able to lead his country so well. So what does that tell us? Taking risks doesn't mean succeeding every time, and that's okay. The process of taking risks might lead to failure, but failure in itself can make us a better person and help us to recover from difficulties quickly. So the one thing that I have found that all risk takers have in common is overconfidence. And if you are friends with any eights in your life, you know that this is a quality that they possess and it is such a good thing. I mean, this podcast is all about how to grow your confidence, right? Failure might turn us into better people, but it doesn't make it any less difficult to take risk. Building confidence can help in overcoming those fears of risk-taking. So what I've seen in entrepreneurs oftentimes is that they must go up against tremendous odds to build successful businesses. That means taking big risks without knowing the outcome. And what makes them do this? Confidence, and a lot of it. So there was a study done that asked 124 successful entrepreneurs and 95 top managers to answer a round of questions and rate how they felt about their responses. While both groups demonstrated confidence, the result proved that the entrepreneurs had an exceptionally high level of confidence. While I'm not saying only entrepreneurs have high confidence, but it is a skill needed and learned to be in that profession. These people might have confidence, but let me tell you, it does not come naturally. Confidence is a learned skill. And I could go literally on and on about confidence hacks, but I want to talk about two for now. I have a guide that I'll link in the show notes that walks you through four steps of finding unshakable confidence. The two that I'll talk about today is having integrity, keeping your word to yourself, and writing your what's cool about you list. I truly believe the number one thing to finding more confidence is having integrity to yourself. If you say you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. five days a week to run and you're off to a great start and then... Day four rolls around and you're just not as motivated anymore. Your alarm clock goes off and you hit the snooze button. You've worked so hard the last three days. It's okay if you take the day off, right? Here comes the lack of integrity to yourself. The day you break the promise to yourself is the day your confidence goes down. When you break those promises to yourself, you think, why did I even think I could do that? I knew I wouldn't be able to keep running five days a week or my family was right. I wouldn't be able to follow through with that. But when we keep our promises to ourselves, our confidence skyrockets because those small wins build on top of each other. And here's the thing about motivation. On day four, your motivation was lacking, but motivation is a lie. You will not always be motivated to do the things you need to do to succeed. The motivation from the quote you read will wear off, the inspiring story will fade, and you will just not feel like doing the work. But here's where successful people pass the unsuccessful people. They may be unmotivated and they do it anyway. Motivation is a myth. It takes creating habits, having integrity to yourself, and doing hard things when you don't feel like doing them. Okay, so here's an example. Say you're driving down the interstate and you start to swerve off and you hit the rumbling strips. There's a loud and annoying sound that wakes everyone up in the car and it's kind of embarrassing to hit them, right? So the whole purpose of those rumbling strips is to wake you up and put you back into your lane. And that's the entire purpose of having habits and keeping the integrity to yourself. When you break those habits or promises to yourself, it's embarrassing. It makes you feel bad and it wakes you up and puts you back into your lane. 
The second tool you can use to immediately boost your confidence is the what's cool about you list. So when you're feeling a bit under the weather in the confidence area, I want you to pull out your pen and paper or the notes in your phone and then list at least 10 things. It could be as simple as my hair looks good today or I made the cashier smile when I smiled at her or it could be something bigger like I finished my first marathon or I landed my dream job or I paid off all my student debt or I'm raising X amount of children or my friends always come to me for advice because I am the best listener. These could be small or huge things, but they are special to you. Oftentimes we look over these things that we've either accomplished or the great things about our character in hope of trying to be something better. But when we focus on our strengths, it brings out our confidence. So create a what's cool about you list. So when you're feeling down, you can pull it out and remember just how cool you really are. So Enneagram 8s are fantastic at taking risks. And it comes down to two things. Their confidence, like we talked about, and then also their fearlessness. We need to learn to overcome our fears by building the muscle of courage and taking risks that will turn into confidence. Taking action is the only way to overcome this fear of risk. And sometimes we build up the scenario in our mind and when we get to it, it's not even that bad. When we face our fears head on and learn to overcome our fears, we grow to be more confident and fearless like our Enneagram type 8s. Taking a risk to achieve a goal requires courage to face the fear of uncertainty. No matter the outcome, either way, we grow through the process to become more resilient and confident. And building these skills help us take more risks and improve the chances of achieving our goals. And that's why we're all here, right? Growing to be the best version of ourselves and reaching to our goals. So thank you Enneagram Type 8s for paving the way and taking risks and showing us what it looks like to be confident. And thanks for listening to My Enneagram Life. If you liked this podcast, share it with a friend and subscribe so you never miss out. And I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy you're tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was and your biggest takeaway by taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging me on your story at My Enneagram Life so I can see what's helping you. This keeps me motivated to keep creating new content for you and insights on what you want to hear more of. And it's a great way to share something with your friends. I can't wait to see you on Instagram. And remember, keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself. I'll see you next week.